Hey y'all, how you doing? Today I'm going to talk about all the books that I read this month of February because I have read some good ones, guys. I've read some good ones. Let's jump straight away. I love the books that I read. The first one that I read this month was They Call Me Number One by Bev Sellers. This book is a memoir about Bev Sellers who, when she was a child, was forced to go to a residential school in British Columbia, Canada. She is a First Nations member and back in the 1960s and beforehand, First Nations children were snatched from their family by the government and taken to residential schools, which were usually pretty religious, where they were forced to like do a bunch of labor and they were really badly treated, like with malnutrition, where they like fed rotten food at times and often sexually abused and definitely physically and verbally. And this book is about Bev talking about her experiences at the residential school, but also as her experience in life as a child in her First Nations community and also later as an adult. She also talks about the experiences of her relatives and her friends, which I also really enjoyed because you really get to hear about what it's like to be a First Nations member. So yes, I highly recommend this memoir. It was really eye-opening, really important to read, especially if you live in British Columbia like I do. No kidding, because there was some pretty brutal treatment. And let me read you a snippet from the book, which is also on the back. Soon after arrival at residential school, we were assigned a number that would become our identity. I became number one on the girls' side. Ninety years after she left St. Joseph's Mission, my grandmother still remembered she was number 27. My mom remembers her number was 71. Thankfully, our numbers were not tattooed on our skin. Boy oh boy. So yes, I highly recommend that. It was really good. The next book that I read this month was Skippy Dies by Paul Murphy. This is an epic of a book. It's quite big, um, but worth it. This book is really good. Okay, it's set in an Irish boarding school, and it is multi-perspective, quite long descriptions, long paragraphs. That's why it reminded me of The Bone Clocks, which I talked about last month. Um, and so this book is multi-perspective, and it follows several students and teachers during their experience of, like, a school year. One of the students is like an overweight math genius who's like obsessed with string theory or M theory and another one is his roommate who dies at the beginning of the book. It's not a spoiler because it happens at the beginning right at the beginning of the book. In fact let me read you the first sentence. Skippy and Rupert are having a donut eating race one evening when Skippy turns purple and falls off his chair. It is a Friday in November and Ed's is only half full. If Skippy makes a noise as he topples to the floor no one pays any attention. <laughs> it's really good guys quite long but so worth it okay other than those two boys it also features one of their teachers who is like struggling with his relationship with his girlfriend and it also features um a student who gets into dealing drugs and who falls for this girl but who skippy also falls for and so there's kind of like a love triangle there and yes it's called a tragic comedy of epic sweep and dimension that is a great description for it. This was really good. I found it inter really entertaining. I, like, I was just immediately like put into that school. I felt like a student. It was a great book. Mm. Mm. Pretty good, though. Pretty big. The next book that I read is really famous. It is Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. This is a really famous, and I have heard a lot about it. There's a lot of hype about it. There's a movie about it. And it's not actually this thick. I have the large print version, but I did listen to the audiobook for it mostly. It is about um, a couple, Nick and Amy, who are celebrating their fifth wedding, fifth anniversary, fifth wedding. <laughs> They're celebrating their fifth anniversary of their wedding 
when Amy goes missing. And it's not really just that because there are tons of twists and people are not who they turn out to be. It is great. Um, yes, I definitely enjoyed it. It was suspenseful. It was mind warping. I loved all the shocks that it gave. I think those were the best part. And yes, this is great. Number four, I read this one. This is great. It was called True Crime Japan by Paul Murphy. Nonfiction, not that huge. This is Paul Murphy, who's a journalist, and he decided to take it upon himself to sit in in Japanese courtrooms and just like take notes on what went on there and to put it into a book of stories about people in Japan who break the law. And this is great. I definitely learned a lot about the Japanese culture. There's a common knowledge, though maybe not that common, that Japanese people in Japan are tend to be pretty honest with like picking things up. Like for example, if you drop your wallet, you can expect to come back and be able to pick it up without it being gone. And this book explains that that is actually because there's a law in Japan that states that you can't pick something up or you'll get fined. If you pick something up and hand it into the authorities as lost, um, you will get like a percentage of it if it's never reclaimed. There's a lot of like a lawful incentive for the citizens to be um, that honest. Something else that I learned from this book about Japan is that the Japanese people, or like the, not the Japanese people, but the Japanese law hates weed. Like it just, it just looks at it like it's the worst drug of all time because you can get quite a heavy sentencing, like what was it, 10 years or something? for just like possession. Considering like smoking is a big thing in Japan, like a lot of people smoke and there's a lot of like cigarette production, it's quite ironic that they hate weed. But yes, I love this book. It's just, it's full of stories divided into like types of crimes and it's really good. It, it reads like a novel kind of, it reads like a bunch of short stories, it's good. Actually, my, the first sentence of the first story was what really got me, because it was so good, hold on. I'll read it too. Okay. 21 year old Michiru Hara didn't have a cell phone around the time her parents were planning to kill her. A sure sign of a loner. <laughs> In Japan, those without a cell phone are typically the very aged, the super rich, the extremely poor, and the friendless. Michiru Hara appeared to be the latter. I just thought that was such a good hook to begin the book with because, I mean, ah, it was so good. Okay, so yes, I highly recommend reading this, especially if you like nonfiction. I don't, I think I was just reading a bunch of true crime because I was considering writing about true crime because I do like to write some of my own stuff, if you guys didn't know, for fun. And I swear, every single book that I read influences what I write. Every single one. I'm like, oh, now there's a thought. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is great. Highly recommend, obviously. Oh, and it's like, subtitle is... Thieves, Rascals, Killers, and Dopeheads. True stories from a Japanese courtroom. Oh, another thing that I learned from this was that there's a huge, like, issue in Japanese court because a lot of elderly people are shoplifting. Like, a lot of elderly Japanese people are shoplifting. It's not just a stereotypical teenage girl. And they have speculated that that is because a lot of Japanese people, the elderly, are, like, even if they are well off, they still shoplift. And that is because they're worried about the economy and that they're worried that eventually they won't have their wealth anymore so they're like shoplifting in advance if that makes sense and i just found that fascinating elderly people shoplifting is not something i had thought of before but happens in japan guys probably happens here too but that book was about japan i love japanese culture i love japan 
at one point I was trying to teach myself Japanese, but I'm a little busy for that now. But that was, yeah, so this was really fascinating. I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot about Japan. Um, yeah. Okay, and finally, the last book that I read this month. I'm really proud of myself, guys. I read five books. That's dang good for me. I have a goal to read a book a week. Um, so that would be like, oh my god, I just cracked my knuckle. <laughs> that would be a total of like 50 books in the year. Um, we'll see how it goes. So far, I'm on a roll. But anyway, the last book that I read, oh my god, what just happened to me? <laughs> the last book, <laughs> wow. Okay, the last book that I read was The Dorito Effect by Mark Schatzker. And this book was brilliant as well. I'm, I just realized I have read so much nonfiction. The first one, the first book that I mentioned, um, They Called Me Number One, a memoir and true crime. Anyway, um, also nonfiction, this one is quite a quick read. Depending on how you read, though. Um, it's not that long, though. Um, and this is all about food and flavor and why we eat what we eat and why we eat so much of it. This book was really good. It definitely made me think about the kinds of things I'm putting into my body. And I really like the cover because it feels like Doritos. And I just thought the title was genius. I mean, what kind of... That's a great hook. The Dorito effect. Dun, dun, dun. And who doesn't love Doritos? Okay, I'm like craving Doritos now. So guys, those are all the books that I read this month. Let me know what you guys have read and what I should read next month because I'm always looking for recommendations. I love people telling me what to read. <laughs> guys, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Oh my gosh, okay, this has nothing to do with books, but I also wanted to show you these shoes that I got because, you guys, I got these shoes from the store called Payless. These shoes are by Airwalk. They are high tops and I love them so much. I've always loved high tops ever since I read Sammy Keys which is like a mystery series for kids. It's like Nancy Drew, but I've never read Nancy Drew, but I do love Sammy Keys. Oh my God, I love me some Sammy Keys. Anyway, ever since Sammy, <laughs> Sammy the main character always wore high tops, so I love high tops. Also, I just think they look great. These are Maroon Airwalk Women's. They are, oh my God, I love these shoes. I know it's not books related at all, but they're so nice, guys. Oh my god, they're like, they come in black and maroon and gray, and I got maroon because maroon just looks amazing, guys. I'm in love with these shoes. I love them so much. <sighs> Anywho, thanks so much for watching, guys. I hope you enjoyed me talking about everything that I read. I highly recommend all those books. Let me know if you end up reading them, and if you like them, or if you already have read one and you like it, let me know what you think. Also, tell me what to read next because I'm always looking for recommendations for next month. So, yeah, don't forget to subscribe because I make a new video twice a week and I will see you next time. So, bye!